everybody. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on After Buzz TV, Season 3, Episode 12, Infinity 11, Infinite Judge. So many titles all the time. We'll be breaking down the episode and talking about our predictions and such for the future, as well as the latest news and gossip in just a moment. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yay! Gonna dance so I don't feel anything. <laughs> uh, there, oh man! Oh, oh there yeah. we go. We got a light show going on. This is it. This is great. It's all happening in here. It's magical. There's pink lights. I feel it's very appropriate. Reminiscent of uh, Double Moon Heartache. <laughs> so freaking good. Hey, we got it more than once. We did. We did. Ooh. And I loved it dearly both times even though it was equally ineffective <laughs> oh so this episode hurt it we hurt so bad we could have started with don't fear the reaper in retrospect i know right <laughs> seriously yeah actually uh, our wonderful engineer alexis had originally queued up moon pride and i was like i feel like i need a little moon pride to like <laughs> pick me up and get me through this episode because whoo there was there was a lot there it was it was, there were many 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 feelings involved yeah. hey everybody welcome to the sailor moon crystal after show here on after buzz tv if you guys are listening on itunes that's great we like itunes users please leave us an itunes review we have many to share with you this week oh. so if you do leave us an itunes review we will indeed of course give you a shout out on the show so you should do that thing but if you are listening on itunes remember you can also watch us on youtube so you can see our beautiful faces as well as hearing our lovely voices talk about our love of all things Sailor Moon, and you can also watch live at 10 p.m. on Monday nights, which is real fun, and we are following along with that live chat, mm-hmm. as well as the hashtag ABTVSMC. Gotta love that alphabet soup. So uh, right. Mm-hmm. I am Emma Fife. You can tweet at me at Emma Fife, and I am joined by the lovely Marquia McCarty. Uh, yes, and you can tweet at me at Marquia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. I'm on Instagram, and Snapchat is Darth Finmintz. And the adorable and delightful oh. Megan Salinas. Oh, adorable. <laughs> you guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. So, this episode, someone tweeted a gif at me earlier of uh, No Face from Spirited Away being washed over by the ocean, and there was text in the ocean that just said, feels, and I feel like that, like, very accurately uh, sums up my feelings about this episode. Yes. There, there's a Sailor Moon gif from the original 90s anime. It's uh, from basically this this arc of Sailor Moon just pounding her fist on the ground. And I feel like that gif has summed up a lot of like the shows that I've been watching lately. <laughs> yeah. Definitely this episode for sure. Man, like that one scene where, uh, oh no, oh, no. Ah, ladies, we gotta get it together. We gotta get it together. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like all of them yeah. mouth agape, where they're just like, ah, I know. But, oh. but this episode actually did use the uh, shadows over the eyes very well. Unlike last week, this yeah. this one this week's episode use of that was uh, was very yeah, it effective. Was that Sailor Uranus? I remember <laughs> seeing that and also thinking, be like, yes, yeah, that's, that's how you do it. it. Yeah. That's, that's how, how you do it. it without it being weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, uh, Questing Life in the chat says, um, "My girl Marquia was right on the money with her prediction last week of Saturn getting somewhat of a transformation sequence." Yeah, yeah it was. I was like, oh my god. Mm. Good for her. That's fantastic. Well, we've only we've only got like what one more at this yeah, point. This so it's like they had to have it happen. Well, yeah. and it was it was Ugh. good too because the transformation sequence itself it wasn't cheesy like the the other girls' transformation sequences are glorious and wonderful and glittery. No, 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 no. no. This no. one it didn't Ooh. have that like woo, we're a girl power team. She, it was elegant and beautiful and terrifying. Yeah. She's from the planet of ruin. It was exactly yeah. what it needed to be. Well and she that was the thing was it was it was I feel because even what we saw today was like more of a transformation sequence than she ever got in the nineties anime. Exactly. And even even like just speaking about Sailor Moon S specifically, which was, you know, this sort of equivalent season, in that, you see her for three minutes, and then she jumps into Pharaoh 90 and sacrifices herself, basically. Like, you literally see her for three minutes. Yeah, and she's a ghost for (laughs) for half of that. Exactly. So for one minute and 30 seconds, she's just a a ghost. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, what's up, Sailor Moon? 
it's cool. I'm just gonna go sacrifice myself now. Way to screw up everything. Yeah, but like not, but like not in this. She was very threatening. Like her transformation sequence, I love. Like she floated up, but it felt like a, a just someone you don't want to see, like a demon, just like raising out of the earth. Yeah. Well, she said, you know, I'm always the uninvited guest. Yes. Which I was like. Oh. What a lonely existence. Like, she's so unwanted. It's like, because it's like, oh, okay, everything has to start over again. Yeah. Kind of person. And and she's probably saying, like, I never asked for this. I yeah. never asked to be the uninvited guest. Hotaru yes. was supposed to die a long time ago. Yeah, she said that I was never supposed to awaken, but uh, everything's been twisted just in small ways. It's been twisted and it's changed. Yeah. And, uh, okay, okay, I can talk about it now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chib- Chibi Moon's mom. Oh my ah! god, everyone, everyone is freaking ah. out in the chat about that, uh, about the Man. mom. I think, yeah, Mika Sailor Moon, uh, uh. Omar, uh, uh, no, any, any Thomas Ricaro. Anytime Chibi Usa refers to Sailor Moon as mom. Well, because yeah. it's, oh. this is the thing, is she doesn't really, you know? No. So it's like... Yeah, she um, doesn't do it. She calls yeah, it Sailor everyone, Moon everyone. Usagi. Yep. Yeah, Shaded Gamer, uh, Natalie Garcia. There's so much just like everyone talking about that mama yeah. moment. Because so, because she does kind of think she, of them as like two different she people. She does. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Like, you get Usagi's totally her big sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I mean... And, and then it's like with that mom that happened. And then it, like the next scene was a uh, Sailor Uranus. Like no, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, don't what are even you get me started. Me right so it was it was like the perfect storm of I got really upset because Mamaru got really upset. So meanwhile, everyone else is being like Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, and he's like Usa, no. <laughs> so he's like not even calling her Sailor Moon because he's so emotional about what she's about to do. So basically. Pharaoh 90, everything is ruined. He is trying to assimilate the Earth. And her plan, basically, is to dive inside of him with the chalice and with the silver crystal and basically release its powers from within him. She wants to detonate herself. Yeah, detonate herself, basically. Blow up uh, the monster from the inside. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, wait, no, the space-time continuum! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she dives inside of Pharaoh 90 and everyone is, like, losing it because yeah. uh, it's crazy but it, it yeah so it starts with like Mamoru Tuxedo Mask getting really 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 upset and then it's uh, and he's with Chibi Yusa because he's just saved her from falling to her death and she is like you know Sailor Moon Sailor Moon and when she said mama it was like oh yeah. I've got goosebumps right yeah, now. And then as you, yeah, and then as you say, Marquia, the Haruka moment where she's like, all I wanted to do was meet you and protect you with, with these hands. Oh my god, I am dying. And then you just think of imagery of like slipping through fingers and it's like slipping through hands and it's like, no! And she's already gone. And then like everything starts resonating, the talismans, and then that makes you think, okay, so when she <clears throat> dies, that happens? Like- well, here's, here's the thing is, I, I think that there is a parallel here, uh, which is why you are very much led to believe that at this point Sailor Moon is dead, though. Somebody, uh-huh. uh, Stephen underscore Zach did point out to me on Twitter today, he's like, but if she was really dead, wouldn't she be used to disappear? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, and that's why I was like, space-time continuum is that yeah. she would have faded away. I think I think we're relying too much on Back to the Future <laughs> with that one. I think, I think there's a possibility that if she died, since Chibi was still there, I think if she tried to go back I, to her time... I feel like that only works with okay. multiverse theory. Okay. Like, you're it's, thinking Back yeah, to the Future I'm, 2 yeah, as opposed I'm, to Back to the Future 1. Yeah, that, and I'm thinking of, like, Cable, you know, um, traveling through, you yeah. know, the, the Marvel Universe, and it's like, hey, we can change things and still have someone exist yeah. there. And she's so powerful, she might be able to exist as an entity, but yeah. if she went back into the future, it wouldn't be the future. It wouldn't be the same future. It yeah. wouldn't be. Oh. In fact, it'd just be a big old Oh, you can never go yeah. home again. Oh. You can never go home no, again. You can shop there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, But I, I do think, you know, there is this parallel that, that sort of supports the idea that Sailor Moon could, in fact, be dead is that this is exactly like how it went down at the end of the Silver Millennium. So basically at the end of the Silver Millennium, um, Princess Serenity died and uh, Metalia was just 
dominating everything. Mm-hmm. And so that is when all of the Outer Guardians were, like, suddenly summoned to the moon. And they're like, oh, no, what are we doing here? And the talisman started resonating. And boom, mm-hmm. Sailor Saturn just descended yeah. to and murder and everyone and everything. Lady. All she has to do is lower her scythe and boom, universe, reset, done, over. Oh, well, that Game planet. Over. That yeah. planet, yeah. Yep. Yep. Ooh, so, so, and, and I, what I really appreciated from this episode, too, is before she even does that, right before a cliffhanger, you really do get the sense that this person is powerful enough to do that. Oh, yeah. No, she's, oh, she's got everything tight. Dude. Tight and locked Yeah, in. no, seriously. Like, when she showed up, and, yeah, we got that sort of mini transformation sequence, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, just starts, she just starts throwing, and she is, like, cold. You know what I mean? Like, they're, mm-hmm. like this girl is not Otaru at all. No. Not no, in the slightest. No. And she looks at all of them with basically no recognition other than, like, oh, yeah, you're the Sailor Guardians. Which is so funny <laughs> because Hotaru had, like, felt such compassion and felt such a need to protect them, which was we we assumed was stemming from her being a Sailor Guardian and the power that she was deriving from Sailor Saturn. But no, that that's just Hotaru having a big heart. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you see this version of her and you're like, what happened to this sweet little girl who was using her soul to protect Chibiusa and the other Sailor Guardians? Where did she go? She's dead now. Well, something else that uh, is very different for Sailor Saturn as opposed to anybody else. I mean, everybody is who they are no matter whether or not they've changed into a Sailor Guardian. While with Sailor Saturn, she's somebody completely different when she changes into a Sailor Guardian. So there is no kind of secret identity thing. No. It's it's a completely different personality. She is the closer. Yeah, I mean, you, you sort of get the impression that even if the Outer Guardians had gone through with their plan to kill Hotaru to prevent Sailor Saturn from reawakening, who we find out from Sailor Saturn was never meant to reawaken (laughs) because Hotaru was supposed to die in that fire. Yeah, Um, so they... They would have been successful. Oh yeah, yeah. Then. Oh, definitely, it would have it, definitely. But it, and uh, but yeah, it's like so. She, you sort of get the impression though that even if even if she Sailor Saturn had died within Hotaru, it would have been reborn again. Like all, yeah. like all you do is like buy yourself some time. <laughs> yeah, I. You get the impression that no matter what, if Master Pharaoh ninety had been you know, consuming the earth this way or assimilating with the earth this way that the talismans would have activated and summoned her anyway. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Whoo, yeah. That is the distinct impression yep. that we get. Uh, I just, I'm just really astounded that she she has, she's on or off. That's it. I mean, we were talking about yeah. you know, the outer senshi being uh, you know, on opposite ends of the spectrum where it's like black or white. That's all that they see. There is no gray for them. She is really like that. It's yeah. like, okay, great. I'm awake. We end it all. Yep. I'm here. That's yeah. true. You are, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, here. Party's over. <laughs> um, uh, Farah Patridge in the chat asks a very good question, uh, which is, so basically... In this, in the midst of this fight, uh, the reason that uh, Sailor Saturn ends up being summoned is because uh, Pharaoh Ninety breaks through the barrier that the Outer Guardians have set up, mm-hmm. and uh, and Pharaoh Patridge asks. But let's put this question out there: How come no one in Tokyo is aware this is happening around <laughs> them? Yeah, I'm, I was. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when you see it start spreading throughout the city, and you see it consume the world. Very, very quickly, or encompass the glow very quickly. I'm like, oh man! I know it wasn't encompassing everything. It was just, it was still no. It it cut to an outside shot from like the world, and it encompassed the entire globe. Very, very quickly. I missed that. Yeah, but um, I, I will say though, we are. Um, high above uh, these really tall skyscrapers in one particular particular city, we're not going to see the human fallout because that's all the way down here and we're all the way up here floating. That is fair. That is totally fair. Unless they actually do an actual cut to that, which would be horrifying. (laughs) Seeing this purple sludge. Is that a thing we want to see? (laughs) It's like eating people purple sludge. Yeah, Yeah, but they chose not to do that so you can kind of distance yourself and go, everything's fine. Well, it's like, uh, though, another fair point uh, brought up by uh, Last Haven 7 in the chat is in regards to Sailor Saturn, to us talking about how she is this very, like, 
cold, detached being. She mm-hmm. says, you know, Hotaru is dead. So is Mistress Nine. So really, all that's left of her is Saturn, basically. At this point. Because, I mean, like, her uh, yeah. soul broke free of Mistress Nine. So she's free of that. Hotaru's body is gone Super gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It, she's just kind of all that's left is Saturn. We we were talking about Evangelion and Madoka last yes, week, yes. Yeah. and I feel like and we were <laughs> yeah, like, someone... oh, Sailor Moon is so different than Madoka. <laughs> like, yeah, and then yeah. and then this episode happens, and it's like maybe not as much as we thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She uh, she did uh, say um, uh, there there was a lot of uh, someone in the chat said uh, that. Uh, Walfersnacht appeared. I think I pronounced that right. There's a lot of crazy Germany sounding names in uh, <laughs> in Madoka, and that was that's like German dash e, not Germany the country. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, I uh, it's it was so intense the just appearance of Sailor Saturn. I just absolutely loved. Uh, and uh, you know what else I really loved? What's that? That I was talking about that I wanted to see last week. Tuxedo the Smoking Bomber. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We were talking about that. Yeah. Tuxedo power happened. It did. He, he flew in. Yep. Can we talk like about that a for boss. a second? Yeah. Where it's just like. He had the cape. <laughs> Was really, it was really. Like, for a moment, he like wraps himself in his cave, like before he does the smoking bomb. Like like, oh yeah! Like oh no! It was a full. It <laughs> yeah. was like a full Dracula moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like he thought he was gonna turn into a bat and like fly off into the I night. The terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. <laughs> they do that all the time. Darkwing Duck. Cape moves to somebody's head yeah, when they're wearing then, a cape. Yeah, everybody was throwing out everything that they had, and I loved that. And then you know you were just sitting there waiting to be like come on you know you want to do it and then la smoking bomber and oh yeah it was uh, what i don't remember what the suggestion was last week but it was very kamehameha it was it was so fantastic it was no it really was like it, it was like a combination of like dracula batman <laughs> and goku and i was like all about it all about it more please yeah yeah well and i mean just i like Tuxedo Mask in general was so great in this episode because you did, you got to see that very strong attack that became part of like the magical rainbow attack that they launched at Pharaoh 90, yeah. which unfortunately he absorbed and it made him stronger, but like in the <laughs> moment it was really beautiful. Um, yeah, for, yeah, for one wonderful brief moment you're like yay go team yeah Yeah, and then they start just dropping off and it was just like wow so nothing will work nothing will work for this guy and you can throw something at him he'll just absorb it and then breaks through the barrier he starts assimilating the planet Oh man! The I will say though, probably the creepiest part of the episode was the part where he did absorb Mistress Nine, or like the giant angel esque husk that was her. Yeah, she was all about that. Yeah. She was like, "Yes, finally!" <laughs> you know, with spikies and everything. Yeah, yeah. She was real was like excited a- to have a creepy gem fusion with Pharaoh Nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the mouth, and then like, and then her body is just like like hanging there just like up on this little pedestal that he made is like that's just disturbing that is so unsettling yeah well any kind of like they called it the was it black lava that smells like death (laughs) yes Uh, yeah and it's like it's like yay embrace me no 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 nope nope yeah, I love that Pharaoh 90 really is, he is literally just, like, sludge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like purple people. And those sludge. eyes. Those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hikari Tenno in the chat says Tom Cruise is absorbing the world. <laughs> uh, that is in reference to the many Scientology references that have been made on this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, you just... This episode, there were there was not a lot of uh, of moments of hope. No, no. I thought Luna was going to lose her ish. Oh, I know. You know, because she's still there, like in the control room. You still know, typing. Her, her, her Artemis and Diana. I mean, they're cats. They're smart, talking cats. <laughs> they're doing they're their cats. best. And could you just like her? Her little cat heart was probably breaking. Well, and 
It, yeah, no. Especially, like, being so far away and unable to do anything and, and being, being very removed from being it. Being unable to do anything anyway. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't scratch a Master Pharaoh 90. You can't no. pull, like, one of those Artemis yeah. attacks to distract. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, actually, in regards to uh, Pharaoh 90, uh, Andre Drew in the chat says, uh, can we talk about how we got more Pharaoh 90 here than in the 90s anime where he was just a planet? Actually, as far as I can tell in the 90s anime, he was a beam of pink light, and that was it. <laughs> I, 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 we saw him as a nebulous blob occasionally. Yeah. Sort of. Occasionally. Yeah, but it wasn't, he wasn't uh, uh, doing damage on this he, level. He didn't assimilate the Earth. <laughs> yeah, he didn't and, go... Like, you know, consume a monster that yeah. he created. He didn't go Borg on everybody. <laughs> nah, that's true. Best. That's 100% you know, what's happening so. here. Except that, like, instead of assimilating individuals, like, all the individuals are just going to become part of Pharaoh 90 and the oh, town yeah. nebula. Yeah. yeah. Which, oh my god, does that make, like, Sailor Moon look cutest? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we are the Borg. <laughs> Yes. Uh, although speaking of that, I really did like that callback because otherwise, like, um, I had almost forgotten that Mercury had just come across a galaxy yeah. in a box <laughs> at one point, uh, pocket-sized black uh, hole. Just like, and so it was really cool to see her recognize it and go, "I've seen this." Yeah, we didn't realize it was foreshadowing at the time about the you know the Tau star system until she liked it that flashback, and it was like, "Oh man, we should have realized that this was coming." Oh yeah, yeah, totally. No, definitely. And I, and that actually is another thing that I that I really really enjoyed about this episode was I felt like all of the girls had stuff to do. Like I felt like it was a very nice sort of breakup of activity. Yeah, that it was a nice balance. The inner guardians got to participate in the fight. The outer guardians had that moment where the barrier broke, and right. then they're you know they're all broken afterwards as well. And and of course Tuxedo and Chibiusa, and of course Usagi come to the realization that they're all out of energy, and that because they they gave her her energy for the her transformation, her transformation. Yeah. that all of their power was still residing in her, and so she had to be the one to do this. Yeah. yeah. The fact that she could call the, the chalice again yeah. it makes me wonder to see if there's another level of Super Sailor Moon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Well, in that in that flashback that she has too, or when she is realizing, she's like, they've all used up all of their power and it's be- because of me and they've spent all of, they've spent their whole last lifetime, they're spending their whole this lifetime protecting me it's my turn to return the favor. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I did like it. Um, I, I can't remember if it was... It wouldn't have been changed in the last one. Uh, just quick tangent. Yeah. The intro, uh, they changed it to uh, Super Sailor Chibi Moon. Yes, they yeah. did. Oh, so, happy thing. Happy <laughs> Yeah, weather. no, I think what it was just this man. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. What I, I will say, too, is that the uses of um, flashbacks were actually pretty well integrated. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to make one complaint, I, I would say, like, I didn't need to see Double Rainbow Moon Heartache twice. You know, I didn't need to see it twice in the exact same anime. It's beautiful. Yeah, but it's like if they were going to do it twice in the episode, the second attack should have been in real time. Yeah, exactly. So, again, it was absolutely beautiful. I could watch it for days, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I, I... just not that. That's my one complaint. If I had to be all nitpicky yeah. about this episode, actually, that's a great complaint. Every yeah. every other flashback that was utilized in this episode to pad for time, because let's face it, that's what flashbacks are supposed <laughs> to do. Well, uh, yeah. When animation is expensive, mm-hmm. I feel like was really well utilized and was emotionally very effective. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, I'm gonna hop onto your complaint because I have one of my own. Oh, right like since, since this is, you know, the second to last episode mm-hmm. for, you know, the season and everything, they could have had all um, all of the powers in real time. And they should have to, to, like, up the danger. No, I totally, yeah, I, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think that actually has been my biggest disappointment overall with this season. Is that um, there's not more real time attacks. Yeah, um, yeah, because, I mean, because, yeah, I was gonna say, great. because in the last two seasons, when the animation was kind of janky, they had real time attacks all the time and it was awesome so I, I would have definitely liked to see more real time attacks but alas I, again the, the 
there's a trade-off here, and we we understand that everybody has to work within the confines of yeah. a budget and a schedule. So we get it, and uh, I will say that overall, the animation has been elevated this season to a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful uh, thing. It's, in my opinion, the animation is so much better than it was the previous two seasons. Oh, yes. That's Um, without a doubt. Oh, definitely. It's gorgeous. So, but the trade-off is that they do have to cut corners in certain places, and so it's like, I understand, but come on, guys, just go the extra mile. We're in the finale Territory here. Just go the extra mile, just a little bit. Get it together, Toei. Jeez, jeez. Pretty please. We'll yeah. be eternally grateful. So yeah. more real time attacks when it's in the finale, and great. So yeah. do that for the other seasons. Yeah, and we're good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you are an animator for Toei and you also speak English uh, and are listening to this podcast, that is what we want. Uh, yes. Also, thank you very much. This is also thank you. We love everything about this show, except we do want more real time attacks. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. but. Uh, new attack, uh, number one, La Smoking Bomber. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Perfection. Everything I ever dreamed. Uh, but also Sailor Saturn's attack, uh, Death Ribbon Revolution, which there is a lot of controversy over the translation of. Really? Uh, yes. Oh, what is, another translation? Yes. What was the translation in the manga? Well, in the Kodansha volumes of the manga, if I'm remembering correctly, it is Death Ribbon. It is Death Ribbon in the video games. And it sort of makes sense because there are literal ribbons that come out when she does the attack. I did not question it at all. So there's There's no controversy on the death, so I'm guessing it's the ribbon (laughs) Ribbon, yes. Uh, it, It has also been translated as Death Reborn Revolution. Okay. Oh, and that sounds familiar, In Japan, actually. it's pronounced very similarly, so nobody... Reborn yeah. Ribbon. You know what? I'll take either one. It's fine, guys. Death Reborn. We... Yes. No, I don't like Death Reborn. I'm gonna... I'm you gonna... like Death Ribbon? I, I like Death Ribbon. <laughs> I, remember, um, I remember thinking it was Death, Death Reborn. Reborn. That and, doesn't make sense to me. And then playing... The Sailor Moon video game, like, Sailor Moon, another story where it was Death Ribbon, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Death yeah. Reborn makes more sense if this is her attack to hit End the world, reset. yes. Yeah. That makes more sense. If everything actually, is definitely reset, then, okay, Death. Death and death Reborn. And yeah. reborn. That's, the, that's the next step right but after the that. The way everybody's acting, it's like, this is the end end. Yeah. You know, and then, of course, there isn't, um, you know, Queen Serenity to wrap them up in bubbles and <laughs> have them be reborn on what's the next yeah. available I, planet I they can be reborn like on. If, the reset button was hit, they would all be reincarnated oh. again because this is a very cyclical thing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Earth, Earth would be blasted. Earth would be what the moon would be, so there'd be nowhere that they could go. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You know? That is, I know, that is the good, well, but the thing is, is I'm, I'm going to get real deep into uh, my Sailor Moon, <laughs> my it. Sailor Moon headcanon. Uh, <laughs> I basically was under the impression that, like, the Silver Millennium, all that goodness took place before the like iteration of Earth that we now live in. So that was like mm-hmm. before dinosaurs or anything. And that when Sailor yeah. Saturn reset the universe, it started again from zero. And Which, that's how we ended up with Earth as we know it today. Was it a universe reset? I thought it was just a planetary reset. Oh, I, I'm under the impression it's like a universe reset. I thought it was a planetary reset and it like blasted the oh, moon. Oh, no, no, no. She She destroyed all the planets. Okay. Yep. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of confusion on that, and I remember um, while you guys were gone, we were talking about it, and there were there were a few people who were like, mm, get your story straight, ladies. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. well, to be the fair, though, higher, yeah, mm-hmm. to be fair, there is a lot of, a little bit of room for interpretation in terms of, like, what were the actual ramifications. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know that that's 100% true, but I, I always was under the impression that it was like, this ends everything. Um, it seems to be the case, given yeah. know, how high the stakes are yeah. in this episode. Yeah, and I want to say in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, where where Princess Serenity actually sort of fulfills the Sailor Saturn role, that it, it, was, it was pretty clear that it was, like, everything. Because we know the Earth was definitely, like, 
affected because like the earth and the moon and the battle between the two of them and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. though t- though to be fair it did all go down on the moon but you know the moon's not a planet so but, <laughs> but, but now way. there's no life on it anymore yeah, yeah. Although, i mean there's are there's, there's ruins. ruins yeah there's yeah. no they visit if, the yeah. ruins if, yeah there's there, ruins. There still yeah. ruins so yeah. there there's clearly some so maybe the way that she resets it it's just kind of like uh hey like in halo where yeah kills all life right. yeah but like the planets themselves stay still exist. and life has so to be they can be reborn. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We've solved the mystery. <laughs> Sailor Saturn is like a halo. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. I mean, there's got to get rid of the flood again. There's mm. definitely there are definitely things uh, in Sailor Moon that it's like not. Super duper clear, <laughs> uh, and but you can get the gist of it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, things end. Okay, yeah, we, exactly. We so this exactly. is a, this is a bad boring. thing because we don't want all of these things to just end. So yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's a, everyone mm-hmm. talking about that. Uh, Last Haven se- Seven says uh, it has to at least end the Earth and the Moon, so it probably ended the whole solar system. Uh, solar system like reset. Yeah, the uh, universe reset. Though. Yeah, like, and then oh. um, yeah. Who there was another there was another good one. I don't know. I'm trying to credit the right. Oh, Dalton says Saturn is the Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. She certainly is. That's yep. fun. Yep. I like that. Well, yeah. she can. She definitely has like the the personality for it. Exactly. Like she is. I, if there's anybody that's a Big Bang, it would be Sailor. Yeah, Sailor. I mean, and that and that was the thing that that honestly my favorite thing about this episode was just how menacing they made that character feel. Yeah, because it it was like it was like this is business to her. Yeah. It's like, no, this isn't personal. This is business. I'm yeah. here and this is what happens. And it's like you can't argue with that. You can't reason with that. No, no. and you, you certainly know? can't overpower her. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. You might as well throw a rock at her at that point. Because it's like no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I really appreciate um, the moment with Sailor Moon right before she she chooses to dive into Master Pharaoh ninety. You know, just that moment where she looks at Mama Chan and smiles, mm. and you can tell exactly what she's about to do. And I I really like the way this is this is done in comparison to uh, to a sort of similar moment during the Dark Kingdom arc. I remember watching that bit because I hadn't read the manga and or I hadn't gotten to that point in the manga. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I remember being really angry because I was like, the t- the Sailor Moon I know, if she's going to sacrifice herself, she's going to sacrifice herself on behalf of the entire planet and everyone she, you know, and everyone she loves. And it just didn't feel right to me. This 100% feels right to me, like something she would do. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I love how um, Mamu-chan was just like, he knew what she was going to yeah. do. And his whole thing was... I. I wish I hadn't let you do it alone. Exactly. I should have been with you. you. While he's holding their daughter, and it's just like, oh. Oh. Yeah. I I love that, that, you know, their relationship is a partnership. It is. It it, it very much is. It very much is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Team Tsukino was crushing it this week. Fantastic. (laughs) Until they weren't. (laughs) Because uh, one third of them uh, decided to sacrifice herself. Um, Yeah, but I, and I, I, I also liked the sort of like absolute conviction and bravery with which Sailor Moon went into Pharaoh 90. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, there was there was no hesitation as soon as she figured it out. She's like, I know what I gotta do. Yeah. Like, this is the only thing that can be done because they tried everything else. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, oh, I got and, my sacrifice. And yes. they're out of time. If, Ooh. like, the barrier had been maintained, they conceivably could have figured something out, but there is no time left. Yeah. yeah. No, because the earth has been yep. assimilated. Yep. It's like yeah. those people yep. are being dissolved. <laughs> Conceived. Dissolved in the purple people eating sludge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the blob. Like, did anybody see the 1980s version of the blob? Yes. I, I really hope that's not what's happening <laughs> on the surface of the planet right now. Man. Yeah. Or even um, that one with the, oh God, not Matt, Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon, the other one. Ben Affleck, he did a, it was a rendition of Dean Kuntz's 
book. Oh, Phantoms! 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 Don't ask me why I know that movie. Uh, Because that's a... (laughs) You just made a connection into your brain and I'm sorry. (laughs) Because that's going to come back to you now. (laughs) So the the chat's on on a little bit of a delay with YouTube, but... Mm -hmm. uh, at I love yous hun. I, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, <laughs> but it's a it's a good handle. Says uh, relationship goals in as a uh, in reference to Megan talking about how Usagi and Mamoru have this beautiful partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> Shaded Gamer followed up with, "Can jumping into dark lava be considered relationship goals?" <laughs> No, but the passion with which (laughs) Mamoru feels he has failed Usagi on some level is a relationship. Also, just don't do that. (laughs) Man, but who was, like, ready for him to to kind of set Shibibu to the side? Oh, like, like, be strong. (laughs) We love you. Uh, if you guys are listening yeah. and not watching on YouTube, you really do need to watch this episode on YouTube because Marquia just like made a like dolphin dive like motion gonna, and dived partially like behind the table. Swimmer, like I'm gonna dive into the pool. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that would have been terrible and horrifying. Yeah. Uh, oh. I could see that happening, but I do also feel like. Because of Chibiusa, uh, Mamoru feels like he needs to, like, stay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But still, that would have been horrifying. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <sighs> Any uh, other things you guys want to touch on before we roll into some predictions? Um, um, yeah. Okay. I Okay, I know people are not enjoying the outro. They're oh, still yes! <laughs> Thank you for bringing that yeah, up. I know they still aren't. Um, I will say that having that outro after all of these feels, I was like, oh, okay, it's all right. Because his wet shirt, <laughs> his wet shirt took some mask. Right. Okay, he's dancing with light. I'm good. <laughs> Perfect. I'm good now. All right. <laughs> See, I, I, I sort of agree with all the people. Like, I like that ending. I do. But, like, mm-hmm. when it ends on a really emotional note, like, I want to I wanna stay in that dark place. Yeah, it's, it's tonal dissonance. It really <laughs> is. It's Yeah, it, it's almost like if they had stuck with the first ending from this season, that like that would have been more in my mind more fitting it would have been more like um you know an easier transition yeah well for me it's like if you watch like a really good horror movie and then you have to watch a comedy afterwards uh that might just be me where it's like it affects you on like a molecular level (laughs) you're like i don't know what i'm feeling yeah it's like oh man conjuring 2 i need to watch some kevin hart movies or something (laughs) uh definitely me and my my friend watched uh some uh disney movies after we we sat down for the first insidious (laughs) oh i I will say ended on such a dark note um Mm. i will say that the only other thing i want to add about this episode uh Haruka, I know we already talked about it, but oh, so, so good. And um, this is probably the first time in a long time I have watched Sailor Moon and just been fully engrossed and just stared at the TV. You know what it is, Mm. is the pacing of this episode was perfect because the whole thing was just one battle. And that I mean, and ultimately, it's like there isn't that much to talk about because there wasn't really a lot that happened plot wise. It was just a really epic battle. It was, yeah. and you got little snippets of everybody getting to kind of do things on their own. And I loved all the interaction between um, the inners and the outers. And I, I especially loved that they always had like Uranus and Venus in the same frame because I feel like Uranus is like sort of the leader of the outers is as much as they and, have one. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the, the general of the outers Definitely. and Venus is the general of the inner guardians. It makes sense yeah. that they would be the ones to communicate and yeah. Yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I will say I love um, uh, the, the love that the outro is getting in the uh, <laughs> I know, I was going to say, everyone <laughs> in the chat is like, what are you talking about? We it's love like the outro. It. And, and uh, K-Rem Lant Backstreet Tux Mask, What's Not to Like. All right. I, like <laughs> I mean, it, it literally, it's like frame for frame of Backstreet Boys music video. Uh, <laughs> depending on which Backstreet Boys music video, there was an actual Dracula in one. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, very, very true. Yeah, um, that is true. But yeah, no, this is probably, probably I haven't 
felt like this watching Sailor Moon since the 90s end of the S arc. Yeah. In all honesty. Where it's just, you're just staring at the TV and it's just like, I can't believe what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. because it really feels like we're done. Like the yeah. world is over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no. how do you, how do you come back from this? I know. How can you come back from yep. this? I mean, we'll find out next week. Yeah. And those that have read the manga know. I'm right. Sure. What happens. Which, uh, but... Yeah. Well, I guess we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's roll into some predictions, <laughs> shall we? There it is. <laughs> Uh, what was that Akira moment where Sailor Moon is sitting on the thing and a beam of light is coming down oh. just like Akira? <laughs> I don't like that. Akira. Don't don't make comparisons to Akira show. <laughs> don't do that to me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm Tetsuo. Tetsuo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I think I think what's gonna end up happening. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Okay, Sailor Saturn. Uh, keeping in mind, I've not read the manga because I. I I, I've chosen not to. Yeah. I just wanted to experience support this Exactly. So. Support that decision 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I have no, no problem with that decision. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I believe that Sailor Saturn, uh, the silence glaive is going to drop, but something's going to happen where maybe Sailor Moon in ghost form or something like grab, grabs a hold of her and like, you are a Sailor Guardian, and it pours all of her usagi love, you know, onto her. <laughs> And so Sailor Saturn makes the the decision, like she kind of warps her power a little bit, and she takes out Master Pharaoh 90, but since um, she was supposed to destroy everything, she, like, absorbs that back into herself and kills herself. I I think it's something along those lines. It's, I I feel like, uh, definitely Sailor Moon is the one that's stopping her from from dropping her scythe, for sure. Uh, Because we see that, that it looks like there's this force of wind that's preventing her. Although, who knows, that might be, um, that might be Haruka just saying, no, not yet, not yet, (laughs) using her wind powers. Um, But, yeah, I, I feel like Sailor Moon is going to appeal to her. And that, you know, just say basically, no, we can't give up on this world just yet. Right, right. And then, like, um, yeah, she'll take down Master Pharaoh 90, but there isn't anything left of the person that she was. As we said, Hotaru's body is gone. And so, since she didn't necessarily fulfill her purpose, there is no more, there's, like, nothing to sustain her. For yes. Very long. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So maybe, maybe her body just dissipates into that little ray of light. I don't know. Aww. Oh man. Well, you have to think. Even if there was like a, a baby Hotaru, there's no Professor Tomoe to take care of baby Hotaru. Well, the outers would have to adopt her, and they, they could all <laughs> be a big happy family, parents. and it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Aww. It totally, totally. Uh, as I say, I mean, because I remember reading this because all of this was available in manga form before it was ever on US TV. Mm-hmm. And, like, this was a little early in my anime fandom for me to really start getting into fan subs. I had fan subs of Sailor Moon S. Um, uh, of Sailor Moon Stars, rather, uh, because we, we didn't... It never we ne- got Yeah, we never yeah. got Sailor Stars. So, so I, you feel I, justified. I, yeah, like, I did. <laughs> I did have Sailor Stars um, tapes. But, uh, I, but this, I had, you know, I read the manga long before I ever saw the anime. And, and I do remember, like getting to the end of this manga act and just feeling like even though I knew there was more because Sailor Moon was done at this point or it was it was close to no it's totally done at this point and uh because this was like 1999 probably mm-hmm. um and uh I yeah I just like I was like oh <laughs> what? if I didn't if I did not know there was more like I would truly believe that like this we were just done. Now, could you yeah. imagine what it was like being a a teenager at the time or like a young girl at the time that this manga was or, coming or out boy. originally? Or young boy. Or yeah, or yeah. really just any fan of this series mm-hmm. at the time the manga was coming out sequentially, like mm-hmm. however long the time was between issues. Yeah, you reach that, oh that ending God. panel and you're like <gasps> Because we we have the benefit of like 
living further on down the line where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, Sailor Moon already existed in its entirety by the time we all got into it, basically. Yeah. And um, same with things like Dragon Ball Z. And so we know that things are coming down the line yeah, because of the power of the, the internet. Story. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. But, like, mm-hmm. to be a fan at that time, to not know, oh, my God, that must have been traumatizing. Yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, We have got a bunch of iTunes reviews to uh, read. Uh, Yes, so first of all, I want to thank uh, at PW Gregory on Twitter for informing me that he had left us a review. Uh, He is a UK listener, so he left us a review in the UK iTunes store, which we cannot see. So he tweeted me a screen cap of his and somebody else's review. So we actually have two reviews in the the, uh, uh, iTunes UK store. So here we go. First of all, uh, one awesome podcast, exclamation points, uh, from Allison Manifold. I'm an Aussie girl listening in the UK, and I love your explanation of each episode of Crystal. I feel like I can really get my Sailor Moon nerd on with my podcast friends. Keep it up guys can't wait for next week uh and then the other one is brilliant period five stars from paul gregory uh (laughs) once again the after buzz uh pulls off another perfect review show to one of my favorite programs and it's really cute because it's spelled like british favorite with a u and programs (laughs) p-r-o-g-r-a-m-m-e-s ever uh informative and funny as always so that's that is from uh the uk itunes store now to uh Go to the uh, American iTunes store. Our the U- friends the, from across the pond. Yeah. Like so this is in the U.S. iTunes store. Um, we have got, let's see. Uh, oh, there's, wow, lots. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's see. Okay, so first uh, is Moon Prism Power with two R's from Puozzi. I love the dynamic, uh, diverse panel. The fact that they have two people who watch the 90s anime watching the Crystal series without reading the manga. You are all amazing, and it makes me happy knowing there are Moonies from the east to the west to the north and the south. Love you all. Uh, Moony Maniacs by Reflex123. These are all five-star reviews, by the way. Uh, my Sailor Moon experience was a very limited thing back in the 90s, so I didn't know the whole story with Sailor Moon Crystal having gotten to the point where I'm definitely in unknown territory. In uh, territory, It's wonderful to have excited hosts. They know the material, they explain it well, and they make anything I might have missed fun, even if I didn't catch the connections to the old series. I love you guys. In parentheses, you seem to be on all my favorite after shows too, so life just works out well that way, smiley face. Uh, one of my favorites by Petich32. I stumbled onto this YouTube looking for Sailor Moon stuff. It's the first after buzz I listened to and got hooked on, which led me down the rabbit hole of all the other anime titles in the after buzz catalog. The ladies really know their stuff, and even when it's a really emotional episode, they keep it fun and entertaining. I highly recommend this for everyone. And finally, on behalf of the moon, I commend you! Exclamation point by diva tree 78 i want to thank all of you for doing such an amazing job with these podcasts i've listened to all of them in the last three weeks and it's been an amazing adventure i discovered sailor moon in 1996 and have been a huge fan ever since i hope you guys consider doing a podcast on the sailor moon r movie one day it's my favorite uh it is really good it is very pretty good, good. it's basically the <laughs> yeah. best thing to come out the of the, old 90s dub or the new dub or the original <laughs> japanese yeah well Ooh. it hasn't they, they are gonna dub it but it hasn't come out from with the visit <laughs> Um, yet I do look I'm, forward to it. Let's bust open that original VHS. Yeah, because you know we all yep. have it. Yeah, yep. Uh, again, just want to thank you for being true fans for letting us join you all for this awesome ride, Makanai, which is the first part of the Sailor Stars song. Aww. Yeah. So thank you guys so so much for all of the uh, love on iTunes, both yeah. here and Aww. from afar, and it just uh, you know. It feels great. It does. Yeah, it feels you. great. And we, people using the hashtag and, you know, direct tweeting us about, like, just how excited they are to hear the, uh, the show and talk about stuff and yeah. sending us screen caps yeah. and yeah. Gifts posts and, yeah. from Tumblr and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Just fantastic. It's pretty, great. pretty great. A uh, couple of really, really quick uh, news and gossip items. <laughs> One of them is... Not really Sailor Moon related. Well, the first one is literally like an hour after we wrapped up this show last week. The official announcement was made for the uh, release date and the title of the uh, next Seram Yu. So it is going to be called uh, Amor Eternal. And it opens on uh, October 15th in Tokyo. So it'll run in Tokyo, then in, uh, I think, Fukuoka, and then Osaka. Let me see... Uh, yes. So it'll be October 15th through 23rd in Tokyo, October 
October 29th and 30th uh, in Fukuoka, and November 4th through the 6th uh, in Osaka. This is the first time they've done Fukuoka. They've done Tokyo and Osaka, and then typically, usually in January, they have a Shanghai um, performance as well, which is pretty neat. Uh, Yeah, and of course... We all knew it was going to happen, but uh, they did officially announce that uh, Yugi Yamato will be returning to the role of Tuxedo Mask. Uh, thank <laughs> goodness, because yes. otherwise people would riot. Uh, and <laughs> all of the uh, Outer Guardians will be back as well, which is really exciting because, oh, that's Sailor Pluto. I God, she's so good. I can't handle it. Uh, and then, in another little, uh, this is actually space-related news. I don't know if you guys heard today <laughs> about the mini-moon. What? No, I yeah, this. yeah. There is a, there is an asteroid that has been um, within our moon's orbit, uh, oh basically God. like attached to it that uh, that NASA has now deemed a mini moon. <laughs> so it's really funny to look up mini moon today and have it not be pictures of Chibiusa. The top results are this article about. That uh, is the absolutely mini moon. fantastic. Yep. Wait, I yep. love that. So there I you go. I love that so much. Yep. Who sent that to us? I'm looking at a moon uh, and Kiki. a chippy moon. Yeah, Kiki on Twitter. Grin, yep. Grin and Kiki on Twitter. Thank you for sending that. That's yes. fantastic. Hmm. And Peter Aguilar, I see your comment in the uh, in the chat there. We'll consider it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's uh, that's it, guys, for this week. Next week's the last episode of this season. Yeah. So soon. When did that happen? I don't know. So fast. I, don't I guess know. because we didn't have to wait every once every two weeks. You know what? That's, that's exactly true. what it is. That's exactly so. what it is. Uh, I'm sad. I'm not going to be sad yet. But anyway, uh, Megan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the movie chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Markeia? Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Also Snapchat, Darth Thin Mints. Um, I'm on uh, WWE Raw Recap Show. That's Mondays before this, actually, at 8, if you want to join us on that. Uh, and if you like live comedy, my group... Big Yellow Taxi has a show tomorrow at Pack Theater, 8 p.m. It's a pay-what-you-can show, uh, and it's Taxi Cab Confessions Meets Improv, so you should give that a tryout. Awesome. Uh, I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, and I'm going to spell it slowly because people will complain that I say it too fast. So it's E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. All of those are Fs as in Frank, no S's, as in Snake. Uh, you can find me on my other Sailor Moon podcast, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast, where we did, in fact, do an episode about the Sailor Moon R movie, where uh, Kaori Takei, who was the lead host for this show last season, uh, was our guest host on that episode. It was really super fun, so you should mm-hmm. check that out, as well as all our episodes. They're all on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And if you are uh, watching live or you're listening early tomorrow morning, you can see me tomorrow afternoon on TV Fights on screen. Screen Junkies Plus. Yeah. So, uh, Good luck. Yeah, thanks, Murkia. Murkia yeah. did it before, so uh, I am I'm very much looking forward to it. Fight, I could, fight, take, fight. Take yeah. a lot of notes. Yeah. Come with a lot of notes. Oh, I'm going yeah, to come ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you should uh, you should totally check that out and, uh, and cheer me on, because <laughs> I really want to win. I mean, everybody does, right? <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for watching. To everybody in the live chat and the hashtag, remember you can... Uh, Keep tweeting at us throughout the week using that hashtag ABTVSMC. And uh, until next time, uh, you know, stay magical. We'll see you next week. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. In the name of the moon, I'll punish you. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.